0: You. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Welcome back to the Chronicles yes, yes. of a Hip Hop Legend radio show, TCOHHL. Rachel, Rachel. <laughs> so, yo, man, um, you know, as we said when we uh, opened up the show today, man, we got a great guest on. And, you know, we it's uh, it's sort of right in vein with what the Chronicles of a Hip Hop Legend is all about. And that is about this culture that we Care so much for man, and, and that we uh regard as beloved to us, and we hold uh so uh near and dear to our hearts, man, and that is hip hop culture, That's right? right? So, before we started the Chronicles of a Hip Hop Legend radio show, man, you know, some of you that might have been listening to the previous show, uh, Hip Hop Today Red Cup Radio, under the guidance of the big homie Chuck out of the ATL. <laughs> well, um, I mean, we we had the pleasure back then. I was the co-host, but we had the pleasure to uh, to speak with, with this big homie here, man. And that's the grandmaster TC is, man. But before we bring him on, I just wanted to say during that time on Hip Hop Today Red Cup Radio, it was truly a pleasure and an experience for me to be able to meet with this, with this brother, and build with him, man, and be able to partake of his wisdom and the jewels that he was in, imparting to the show. But I had also received them, and um, and uh, had applied them, you know, to, to my life, man. Because, you know, for so long we know. I, I mean, if you ha- if you follow hip hop culture, you know that hip hop culture uh, is more than just music. You know that it's more than just. Um, you know, dancing. You know that it's more than just um, you know graffiti and and um, and, um, and 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 um, you know DJing. I think you know in all of those things, what and, and what's fundamentally mutual to all of those things is knowledge, right? And sure. it wasn't until I got older, stats that I had realized that man. And I, you know, I was taking all of those things, those four elements, for face value, and I was appreciating them and partaking them partaking in them in varying degrees amongst all, all of them but um you know what what I had really started to to learn and it was even probably a journey of a uh, self-exploration and introspection on my own when I was writing the chronicles of a hip hop legend the the book and that was what I realized in in sort of developing the character Chris Cipher Ellison it was that knowledge is mutual amongst everything and i think that is the cohesiveness that exists between those four elements and why knowledge although it's not the most recognized one it is an extremely significant one that being the fifth element of knowledge and education and understanding um so i had gotten clarity of that with speaking to this brother man grandmaster tc islam man and and um You know, it had been a pleasure to, to, you know, since meeting with him then and up until now, it's probably been two or three years, um, you know, being able to speak with him every now and again and see some of the things that he posts on Facebook and social media and and then just sort of following his journey and his movement, man, through hip hop and his own exploration, self-exploration and introspection that would bring him to. You know, creating his hip step movement, and we're gonna get into all of that shit, man. I, you know, but I, I definitely wanted to put that out there. Um, but most most recent, um, you know, it, it's obviously, and we've spoken about it previously, and that is the shit that's going on, unfortunately, um, Universal Zulu Nation, but more specifically, Africa Bombata. You know, those uh, the child molestation, you know, accusations and. And uh, and and all of that stuff, man. Which which we've spoken about that extensively, man. And we've shared our perspective on it. But it's a pleasure to be able to speak with someone that was around back in the day and actually has testimony and has witnessed some of the shit that went on, man. Because you know the thing is, from my perspective, when we were you know following this and we spoke about it, um, you know the the two cats that came out and and um, you know sort of made the claims about. This uh, this shit that Africa Bombata was doing, man, you know. First question that we asked, being on the outside, it's like, why it take them so long? If if this shit is true, why take so long? You know what I mean? But yeah, then as we, yeah. you know, as we continue to get familiar with the story, we started to say, well, you know what? If people, if people love hip hop like we do, which we know people do, then perhaps. That in and of itself is the reason why people didn't come out and say anything, for the sake of the culture, you know what I mean. Um, But mm-hmm. without further ado, man, let us just get into it. Yo, big homie, Grandmaster TC Islam. Yo, it's a pleasure to speak to you, man.
2: How are you? Welcome. <laughs> yo, I'm fantastic, brother, man. With a introduction like that, man. I'm like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, maybe I'm, I'm saying you get some potato salad I'm listening. To you. damn man i want that brother <laughs>
1: <laughs> no man but 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 it, it really is an honor man to speak with you and uh yeah man and have you oh, on this evening man how, how are you
2: well one, one one i want to say uh uh thanks to ishmael you know what i mean because uh i really i really talked to uh Talk to media or or really really anybody if they don't get no no TCs. I'm more or less a I'm, I'm I'm a recluse man, but I'm a recluse in in a way where where you know I'm about to I grew up I grew up in this culture man and making records man ever since I was like you know like like 15 years old man you know like I tell cats like back in back in the 80s like that like I tell like you know my son. I'm like, you know you seventeen years old. I was making records at seventeen years old, so that shows you the mindset of what we were thinking about in the hood back in the back in the eighties like that because the name of the game was like use your god-given talent to get about the condition that we're in
1: that's right mm.
2: and you know and um you know and, and just growing up you know you know uh, uh you know uh around the Zulu nation in the Zulu nation, you know it, was, it like it's a different Zulu nation for me because I grew up banging in right. the name of Zulu Nation right so this time I'm making records back in the 80s like that. You know, I'm also no, I I come from, you know, I'm, I'm, i mean, we can all talk about all this. So for my 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 new trappers out there, we the original trappers of the 80s. We the cast that influenced all, all your cats who want to get money, this and that. We was doing that back then. We the first generation after the base after the base head generation to come with this whole making money off off this crack shit. Like I tell cats, man, you know, uh, you know, uh if it wasn't for crack. In the eighties, like that, you know man a lot of these a lot of these rap labels you know uh crack helped birth the rap industry mm.
1: Mm. Mm. that's a good point mm. that's a good point
2: See cuz see you know it's like a lot of dudes don't understand cause no no one no one really talks about this in hip hop because you know we always try to keep or they try to keep hip hop you know and and you know in and, and some type of light where like look man it, it, it was created by kids. We wanted to do something, you know, uh uh uh, 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 at the end of the day, man, it's like, we, I never called it hip-hop back then. I called it something to do because either you did you did that or you went and sold some, you sold some, you sold some crack or you or you joined the gang and you crack heads or you got your head cracked up. You know what I mean? Right. But, mm-hmm. you know, it, you know, and then, you know, coming from, like, you know, from, like, you know, like a lot of us came from, like, single parent homes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some of us, some of us didn't even have homes, man, so... You know, hip hop really saved a lot of our lives.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? That that's interesting that you bring that in, man. And it and and it it actually provides a perfect segue or introduction into, you know, th- this this unfortunate situation mm-hmm. with the Africa Bombata claims. So one of the things that that I've noticed that has that seems to be prevalent against everyone. That is speaking out about uh, speaking out against Africa Bombata in terms of the, the you know the, the pedophilia and the that that the, you know sexual molestation at, you know uh, uh, claims is that everybody says you know I I align myself with the Universal Zulu Nation and Africa Bombata because it was a sense of family that. That the organization provided for me, and specifically since we're talking about Africa Bombata, that's what was being provided to me at that time. So
2: It came in in the nineties. Yeah, Bombata didn't do that for you. I did that. I established that whole Family Street network. I carried the nation on my shoulders in the nineties.
1: Hmm.
2: At the hmm. time, you worked know, in this whole pushing this whole North American jungle drummer based breakbeat movement. At the same time, you know, we banging, you know what I'm saying, with Latin kings in the streets back then and other crews and all that, you know what I mean? And, you know, a, a lot of us, you know, what what people saw on the outside— First of all, let me just clear this up, back to the foundation. Yep. Um, Africa Bambada legally destroyed the Zulu Nation, and this is how it went. When he turned this into a religious organization, because we're a social awareness movement, when he turned, took our 501c3 status and turned it into a religious organization, where he's the spiritual leader and all the dues, money, and membership money, everything is in his name, coming to him. I started, you know, um, stepping forward. You know, because I represent the culture. I don't represent Kabata. You know, he chose me to be, you know, his, uh, his his fourth his fourth son because fourth musical son. You know what I mean? So. A lot of people don't understand that we all never hung around each other like 24 hours a day like that. You know, we too busy handling so many, so many complex parts of the nation, man. But to the world, the world just saw peace and unity. You know, far inside of it, but there's many no circles and inner layers to the universal Zulu nation. And you know, one one circle that I I pretty you know I, I pretty much stayed distance from. Was that inner circle? Because you know we heard rumors of, you know, I've been protecting Bam gayness for years. I mean, I'm his fourth son, so it's this no thing. You mm. know, there's tons of homosexual, gay, transgender friends with entertainment. Who cares? But at first, myself, I didn't believe any of these accusations. By that time, uh, the Ron Savage accusation that popped up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I was kinda in question of that because it's like, yo, oh damn, why he takes so long to come out with all this, man? But at the end of the day, doing my own personal research, you know what I mean, so that I'm comfortable and what I'm doing and, and, and knowing where people stand and that that you know, I can't really stand with no type of pedophilia or anything like that. But once I found out that, you know, when two other other cats came out, like Brother T and and, and and Hassan Campbell, Hassan Campbell, my little brother, man. You know what I mean? You know, and and when they started calling him a uh, police informant, and then and I'm sitting here, going, man, I got, I got to go, I because this isn't right, you know, because uh, and then you know also for like the past ten or twelve years, you know, um, you know, cats, the the Africa Band by the by the groupies or, or fan club, in a very long time, the Africa Band by the fan club inside of the Universal Zulu Nation has always been a hindrance and a problem. So I'm not speaking anything that no one can say. Oh, he's lying. Not I mean, mm. um, what Ben Bata tried to do is something similar to what Doctor York was trying to do, but didn't work hmm. because he, he tried to push his his dogma, as I call it, yeah. through through his fan club, which are in the universe of Zulu Nation, which the universe of Zulu Nation has a large impact and foundation in hip-hop culture. So, at the end of the day, I don't look at this as, as I look at all this as an example. You know what I mean? um, He had called me about three days after the Daily News had dropped, and um, you know, and asked me, and asked me, uh, son, I need you to damage control of this. I'm like, yo, pop, to stand on the truth, man. and We stand with you, man. Whether you did this or not, man, you know what I'm saying? We're going to stand with you, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, if you did this, man, get some help, you know. And he had that window of opportunity. But when he went to the white media, something that we we never said we never do, you know what I'm saying? And when he started denying these people, I understand, from, you know, coming from you know, a criminal world back in the days as well. I understand when your lawyer tell you, you know, you can't say certain things, but to turn your back and not to anyone to turn your back on the inner family man this has like really been so so heart-wrenching on me that it's actually evolved me as as a as a human being as as a person um and now now people are looking at me going now we see why you a hip step yes because the hip step movement we are breakbeat movement we are the bridge between EDM and hip hop you know what I mean, with social awareness movement, with economic movement, an eco-green movement. So some part of the Zulu Nation had to still keep the social aware because people were, if I was to come out and tell people, da, 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 da. go, RTC, RTC, whatever, because it's like, you know, really bad by, by the ass kissing. You know what I'm saying? Or Zulu Nation uh, uh, dick riding. You know what I mean? To be honest about it. So I, I knew that at some point in time, Something is going to come and hit the fan and be heavy and be detrimental. And when I found all this to be fact myself, you know, that's when I started to say it, no more. I I can't even. Uh, I stand with the victims all day, every day, and any victim of molestation around the world. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know. Okay. Um, I. You know i haven't uh, none of us haven't spoken to bam or he hasn't spoken to anyone since this is dropped and uh, i pray that you know he makes the right decisions and do what he has to do but right now those that are representing the universal zulu nation are, are going through something called shell shock or stockholm syndrome where they don't understand the ramifications of paperwork that in order for you guys to actually continue being the universal zulu nation you gonna have to get a whole new name, a whole new logo, and a whole new 501c3, and still continue doing what you do. And I, I believe, I believe in these leaders that 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 are that are that are uh, uh, the real ones. You know, my problem with a lot of the people that so-called Zulu nations, like you didn't post up on social network when you joined us, but you quit to basically post up when you want to resign. And at the end of the day, I'll tell you right now, since nobody ain't said it to nobody, and Grandmaster TC gonna say to all y'all so-called Zulus out there, nobody know y'all. We never heard of y'all. Hmm. We never seen no money, you And I'm gonna keep it one thousand, man. If you ain't never put no racks up in this nation, if you ain't never went up beside nobody's head, ain't bust no shots for this nation, man, or did time like a lot of cats is coming out of prison doing twenty five years and this and that to come home to this, you shut the fuck up. Hmm. Mm. So shut so, up.
1: So so let me ask, let me ask this question because we know the roots of the of, of the Universal Zulu Nation, right? We know. And correct me if I'm wrong. Is is there any is there truth based on what you're saying? It seems like there's an obvious connection between and and, and, and if there is an obvious connection, that means that the the, the the history of the Zulu Nation before the Zulu nation, which was the black spades, there's truth Indeed. to that. So so that is Indeed. the
2: case, right? Indeed. But see, also too, man, saying that Bank is the founder of the Zulu Nation, man. He's not. He's one of the founders. Okay. He's one of the founders. And and, and at the end of the day, you know, I I, I always protected the elders and, and like that because it's like, yo, you know, uh, they deserve their just due. They deserve their just justice. You know what I mean? Only thing that I'm guilty of is just basically stepping up at a time when they needed me to step up in the 90s like that. And the guy that's through the most hellish times you can imagine in the crazy ass 90s. And I strive to do that the best way I knew how, man. With the people that was with me, man, and, and around, and and you know, the people of the Universal Zulu Nation, man, they are totally exempt of anything that's like coming towards Bambada or anything like that. And I just don't like the way that the world, uh, a lot of people, a lot of a lot of Zulu Nation haters, you know, man. Which basically a lot of cats who so called try to half step and want to get something, you know. Like I always tell people, for years, you gotta be dope before you put that medallion on. You know, you don't put the medallion on. Also, da, 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 da I'm dope. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. It don't rock like that, man. So, so me, I just, I, I, am all about. Personally, man, I, 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 I'm all about seeing people step forward, man. And I know that, you know, like, like this is an example to our culture and to everybody in hip hop. We do not ever put nobody on a pedestal and look at them as a God or Jesus Christ in our culture. We're all equal in this. So what? Some, some niggas was on major labels and mid-sized labels back in the days and this and that. Some cats wasn't. That don't make you different than the next cat. You know what I mean? We're all in this on on a level of hip-hop culture, man. And, and 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 that's the bottom line, man. And hip-hop right now is going to have to put some hip in his step to step forward, because even hip-hop culture itself has gotten so damn close minded to where, like, you mean tell me Hip hop DJs don't play house, don't play freestyle, don't play don't play break beats. Hmm. You know, what yeah. I don't, hmm. yeah. you know that's you know, the that the break beat is the foundation of hip hop music, man. The break beat, man. So how the hell, you know, and that's the reason why we got the music sounding the way it's sound today, where it's basically McDonald McDonald the Burger came out.
1: You know what's interesting? Mm-hmm. What, what's interesting? No bullshit. You're you're saying huh? that, and, and Stats and I, and Ishmael have spoken about why it's so important for us to have uh diversity on our show in terms of music. And and and, and to the extent of it the music that we play being multi generational but still fitting within the framework and model of what hip hop culture is. So that's why you you'll hear us uh we, we got this new process now where every show, like we did uh the the show today, every show um opens up with a a sort of bridging the gap episode, right? And what happens is with that is we'll have the old joint and then we'll have the newer joint that the that 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 the newer joint sample from the old joint at least so so this it's a natural obvious connection between the generations and then that generation we like to think of it as I mean that connection we like to think of it as the culture being hip hop. But also um we've spoken about being able to have, you know, music that truly reflects all aspects of the culture and the, and the various tangents that it's going off on musically. Because you said freestyle
2: and, and, and I don't understand why people don't play freestyle music. Hey you ready for this? see, how can it's like it's like how can you call yourself a hip hopper if you're not into everything. Hip hop hip hop music is is is, is, is Every sound in existence, and the, v, and the bomb squad made that made that possible. When you heard Public Enemy, because they were taking noise and turning it into into music, man. You know what I mean? So, like for uh-huh. example, when I was I was in like seventh grade, I went to one my like I had, like this uh, white white cat named Chris. I went to his house, right? He playing Billy Squire, the album, and I heard Big Beat. I'm like, yo, that's hip hop, man. Right? Like, nah, right. this is rock. I'm like, fuck out, this is hip hop. Right? Right? <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom, boom. You know what I'm saying? So. And then, as I as I started to to you know uh, the reason another reason why I'm also the fourth son of Bada is because you know I had I had a very extensive record collection, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean. Where I I used to trade with Cool Herc and Bam, and you know um um my house burned down. I'm a 9/11 survivor. In the following year, my house burned down, and then I went up to the UK, came back with the 2004 UK Breakbeat Award, you know what I mean. And and this may sound crazy. But when I was in like, when I was in sixth grade, and my teacher asked me, like asked us, like what you want to be when you grow up, I said, "Yo, I want I want to be a grandmaster. I want to contribute to hip hop culture." Hmm. My white teacher mm. told me think more reasonable, more more, more 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 uh, more real, like being a carpenter.
1: Hmm. Or, 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 <laughs> or... That's that Malcolm X shit,
2: right? Guess yeah. what happened when I when I um. Uh, when I made my when I made my transition into like break be deeper into break beat culture and that's another story within itself, I went back to that to back to that school. I got in contact with her, and I said, "Remember, you told me when I was in sixth grade that me becoming a grandmaster uh, and contributing to hip hop culture, I should think it's something more real." And you no, know she told me. She said she told me that because she knew that I was a very exceptional student and that she saw in my eyes. That I was driven, and I'm just one of them them cats with little kids, man. I like just always wanted to contribute to hip hop culture because if I didn't, if I didn't, after if before 1994, if you was not in like tri-state, East Coast hip hop or the Zulu Nation, I did not know you. That's how that's how sheltered my life was. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Only was was dudes and cats in like you know tri-state hip hop. Anything other than that, you had to be a chick.
1: Yeah, but that was a lot. But you know what? I think that was the the position for a lot of us, native New Yorkers and native tri-state area residers. You know what I mean? Because for uh, as far as we know, in terms of hip hop culture, it began back. and it ended <laughs> in New York, and it w- and and you could only hear it at least in its purest and most authentic form within See, things right, that were it, coming out of the, the tri-state
2: area, right? The history, the history. Hip hop in New York State is wrong. Mm. And it's been wrong. It's been a, a bullshit Jack and the Beanstalk live for years, and that was so that white media can market it. Mm. You know, I started making my I made my first record in 1984. You know what I'm saying? Wow. It's that long. <laughs> my, my homegirl sit next to me, my Zulu sister, look at me like, Word. Like, yeah, I've been making it. <laughs> So I always hung with older cats, man, like Melly Mel and all them. So cats actually thought I was older, which really, man, I was like, you know, trying to get the older girls, man, because you know back then we did I did hip hop for the. You ask me why I, why I love hip hop? I did it for the girls, straight <laughs> like that. You have to, you're in school ask a girl for a number, be fly, chill up there, your polls, like, oh yo, you TC Islam, yo, you yeah, you got to have your number. You know what I'm saying? You know, and uh, and 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 you know, uh, I really downplay my legacy a lot because it's not about my legacy. It's it's actually about Stepping forward, man, you know, so I created the hip step and went deeper into breakbeat culture in the early 90s and mid 90s. Why? Why? Because it was my way of actually getting away from the fucking hell and bullshit that I was going through and dealing with in these streets in New York and the tri-state with the Zulu Nation. And, you know, it was crazy because me going to a club back in the 90s was kind of fucked up. I'm in the Palladium, dancing with a chick. I got three Shaka Zulus around me on the dance floor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and she's like, "Who are you?" I'm like, "Yo, why don't y'all guys! Like, relax, chill out. You know, we in the club. You know, you know, I'm, you know, we chill." So, and you know, and it was good because, you know, I saw that. You know, I don't, I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but I got it. I got it. I got, I got tired of seeing like, you know, the the the, the, the breakbeat labels and cats over in Europe and all this. They'll they'll sample uh Chuck D. Oh, here the drummer get wicked, mm-hmm. wicked, 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 right with a breakbeat. But yeah, still no. Play the rest of Chuck D.D. and vocals, man, so he can get publishing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm. So when I saw this robbery going down, and I saw the whole like, you know, uh, when we when we started like jungle in New York, you know what I mean? I saw like, yo, where the black folk at? Like, where the cool black people at? Where the cool white like, people at? Where the cool like, where the New York at? It's nothing but a bunch of suburban white kids and 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 and, and, and catching. And they doing mad drugs. We never did all the drugs, man. Me, I'll tell you why I never did cocaine like that, because I sold so much of that shit in the fucking eighties. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, honestly, you know what I mean? Like so when I went to the breakbeat scene, you know, going to England and seeing that, like, yo, you motherfuckers are still smoking crack over here son. What? <laughs> I looked at it as like 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 a turnoff, man. Come like, yo, dude, crack. Who still sold crack in the nineties? That was an eighties thing, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. You know, but me saving so many if there's any B-boy that has saved more white folk than white Jesus in this country, it's been TC Islam, hmm. you know, in this whole music scene. And, you know, I just tried to, like, you know, really progress and keep the Zulu Nation moving forward because we got stagnant at one time where we got so into ourselves. And then with Bam Bada coming up with this whole religious thing, we started looking weird as a motherfucker. And y'all know he's looking weird because people was talking like, yo, man, the Zulu, Zool- them guys look weird, man. They're like a, a cult or something. So, so there let
1: me, you know what? Let me, I, I, I'd like to. Um to add this to to sort of submit this personal story because it's appropriate right stats i don't even think i've ever shared this with you so let me see i was interested in joining the universal zulu nation right um Mm -hmm. i didn't know how to go about doing it i kind of knew that i needed some type of sponsorship or something from someone to co-sign right because at this point I've come to this is at a time in my life and this is fairly recent probably within the last five years I had come to the realization that I love hip hop but I but my love and appreciation for the culture far surpasses just my love and appreciation for the music and and writing graffiti I just love the culture because it represents everything that I am uh, at, at, at my core Right. And that's what I love about the culture, even. And this has been something that has always been with me. um, But I came to the realization, uh, you know, in terms of what it was and how significant me arriving at that point was to my life. But when I realized that, I was like, you know what? It it might not be a bad idea to join a universal Zulu, universal Zulu nation. um, Or at least let me start looking into membership. Right. So. I went right, to the right. went to <laughs> yeah you know, I went to the website right, and I was tripping because on the that website shit. on on the website the 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 questions they were real long, but they, I mean they weren't hard questions. It was just real you, you know the the length of questions or the I'm sorry the amount of questions was was rather extensive, right? And I'm like, it's kind of asking me the same shit over and over again, just in different forms. Okay, I, I got. Know,
2: it, no, it... brother, what, what you read on that website was a bunch of smoke and mirrors. Yeah. Now, even if you would have came in five years ago, you would have still been joining the religious organization. Right, right. And, right. You know, so so Zulu, Zulu in its purest form, like that, stepped forward with the Hip Step movement with TC Islam. And yeah. it's really crazy because when I did start, I actually started a Hip Step Zulu's chapter. Okay. Z-U-L-U-Z chapter. To give people an idea, like, why is it Zulus? Because we stand on the original foundation of the Zulu nation, not a religious foundation. You know what I'm saying? You know, at the, you know, straight like that. So, you know, and I, I wanted to, uh, like, you know, we say it's all about you and what you choose to do with the hip-step inside of you. Hmm. That's what hip-hop is. It's all about what you choose to do, man. And, one, I've always, you know, I'm a fifth element Zulu. I mastered all the other four elements. Man, when it comes to education, man, when it comes to knowledge, man, you know, my, my kids will tell you, I don't fuck around. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because so you know, it is true what our parents and grandparents used to tell our black asses, you know what I mean, that yo, we got we gotta study three times as hard. You that's know what I right. mean? That's right. And, and and we do because it's not it's not it's 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 like it's not about being black. It's not about being white, man. It's about being you and just being you. You know, and that's hip hop. You know what I mean? When you you throwing up a piece, man, you being you, that's you. When you dancing, that's you. When you dressing, that's you. When you DJing, MCing, that's you. Right. So how can you express anything, anything through the four elements if you do not have knowledge of self? Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so when I start moving in that direction, trust me, man, a lot of the fucking hate keepers you know what I'm saying? They started hating on TC as long, but see, I'm I'm so fly. I could stand, I could stand in the and and you know, I had a I had a I had a, a, a white supremacist as a roommate at at one time in my life. You know what I'm saying? And me and Chuck got along very well because I knew exactly where he stood at. But I, I will say this, man: when you are in the interior of the Universal Zulu Nation, at that time and at this time, you know, up to this time, you're actually in the Roman Senate, hmm. mm-hmm. and. and and there's a see, there's two Zulu nations. There's three to four Zulu nations, man. That people need to understand the circles of of, of I call the circles of Bambata. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. You know, you have like the old school, the true school circle, and that's some other shit right there. You know what I'm saying? Then you have like you know the the Bambata circle. You know what I'm saying? Then you have like the outer Bambata circle, which is like all of us, all of us. Then around all of us, you have like the leaders. You know what I'm saying? Then around the then the, uh then, then then in front of them, after them, it's all the membership. So me, I was a you remember that old school cartoon called Hong Kong Fui? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, just let me know because I'm a hip step, I like to keep it short and easy. I'm the cat that sat on top of the file cabinet while everybody else is Hong Kong fooie for a lot of years. So. Okay. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> I was a dude. I was a dude, I was a little Dutch boy. I was a little Dutch boy with the shoes on, plugging up all the damn holes and shit. Right, you know what I mean? right, right. Making so you don't see, so you don't see the motherfucking fuck ups. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I was a dude, <laughs> smoke machine, and the mirrors. You know what I'm saying? And doing the whole Wizard of Oz shit in the '90s, man. So also too, the Zulu Nation, man, is the victims of stunting.
1: Hmm. Of stunting.
2: Mm. in the 2000, cats started stunting too much. So when you stunt. And something like this happens, like with Bambada, now you're going to attract Shark Bull Global Media. What was their what was their reply back? Some little Chihuahua media, little emails. Pew, 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 pew. So I had to basically lay it down, and I'll always lay it down and let people know the real deal of the all of of my Universal Zulu Nation, because my Universal Zulu Nation got some dope, great people man and that's the reason why I stand on what I stand on man because I'm not going to let like you know 43 years and, and people who spent their lives up in this man be destroyed by one man's actions you know what I mean just because your, your brother smoked crack in your house you know what I'm saying does that make your whole family crack heads
1: no it doesn't it doesn't absolutely doesn't so let me, let me okay. So so you've been on it's obvious that you've been on this Pushing, uh, you know, the hip step movement for some
2: time, man. Twenty some years this, this, year, this year, man. Our, our anniversary is September twenty fifth, which is the birth date of uh, Shaka Zulu. Right. You know what I mean, I just recently found that out. I was like, wow, man. Well, our anniversary a Shaka Zulu birthday, no doubt. So we're going to be at least huh. twenty three years old this year, but off record with twenty five. Okay. So,
1: so, 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 the the, the y- your initiative. You know to push the hip, the hip step movement following your your creation of it.
2: Let me let me make let me just make this clear. Okay, that I'm not I'm not the leader of the hip step movement, and I'm just one of the founders of the movement myself. Okay, you know I mean I got to give credit to like you know King KD, uh, Prince Anati, uh, uh, DJ Wednesday, uh, uh, King Tone Capone, Phoenix Orion. You know what I mean there's a few other fathers of the of of, of, of and see it in... uh. And the Hip Step is split in two forms, but it's actually in the trinity. Where we have the Hip Step movement, which is the movement of the people, then we have the Hip Step Massive LLC, which is only privy to those who own businesses or do business. Mm-hmm. I mean, then we have, which mm-hmm. is right now, it's shut down right now to further notice, we have the Hip Step Zulu's chapter, which is ran by James Good, uh, John Phoenix, Amir Amir Brooks, so I, I never, ever even like ran the Zulu chapter. They ran that there. I only ran the LLC because they wanted to put me someplace where I can't influence everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm like, okay, I'll run the LLC. Right. Now, the Hip Step movement itself is 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 you know our whole thing is H I P S T E P, which means honor, integrity, purpose, spirit, truth, enterprise, and promise. Hmm. That's what hip step means, the movement. Yeah. Now the musical side also has a has a different set of, of, of pioneers as well. You know what I mean? So the musical side, which means hip hop influence productions, hip stimulating the earth people, step. Because uh. anything electronically that's hip hop influence, yo, that's that's hip step. That's right. So right. so the whole hip hip step style is us rocking. Rocking electronica just like we rock, just like we rock rap music, just like we rock our hip hop, cause it's, it's, it is our hip hop. And when when hip hop got away from the electro funk, when they got away from the, the the electronica and gave the shit away, to it now these whack ass DJs is getting a million dollars a set to play some damn house music, bruh. Hmm. To play techno. Now techno, when techno wasn't making no money. We made it possible because we gave that electro away. Hip-hop didn't even blow up big like that until it went electronic. Yeah, yeah. And the difference with our hip-hop here in New York City, in the tri-state, that's different than everybody else's hip-hop or rap music, man. You know what I'm saying? You know the way they do things. Our our rap music was always dance music. We danced to our rap music here. Everything We danced and, right. you know, in the tri-state where basically everybody else, you know, they want to bob their head or just make some bars. No, we dance. So out of that whole, so when Planet Rock dropped, Planet Rock shocked the whole, I didn't really like the record when it dropped because I wasn't used to going electronic. I was like, all right. But besides Chance the Express, so it was hot. But what branched off from there was the, it was the, the house, the freestyle, you know what I'm saying? The electronic great beat. And all I strive to do was bring it, bring us back home bring us back home to that electronic vibration that we birthed because beat culture started here in America and it started here in the tri-state area and the world needs to know that, you know, because, you know, you, you listen to a lot of the, uh, the producers producing a lot, a lot of the trap nowadays and all that. I tell my young kids, yo, that's the software of drum, of drum machine sounds. We're back in the early eighties. We had the real drum machines. Hmm. Mm. You know, say so your machine culture, like you know, I I I I know where everybody gets this notion that everybody in hip hop we grew up poor, we had to go to uh, hip hop jams, do into uh, uh, dilapidated buildings, through the back of fences where rats and roaches were. <laughs> nah, man, a lot of us in hip hop culture came from good families, middle class families, and guess what? A lot of us that that a lot of us went to school and loved school.
1: That's right. That's right. That's, That's important right. that you I'm say that, man. Course, man. That's important that you say that because that that's a you know the, the people that are always exploring our culture and and talking about our culture as if they are purveyors of our culture and and they know that you know that the true history of it they speak about it from a, a place right. of social injustice and and everybody was impoverished and that's, that's bullshit. Well, we wasn't.
2: No, he wasn't because guess what? We went to have fun and mm-hmm. at the end of the day, those who claim they they hip hop don't know nothing about seventies sound system culture. Right. If You don't know nothing about sound system culture. You don't know hip hop.
1: Yeah. And I and I just I just wanna you know that, that, that statement that I just made. Um mm-hmm. you know obviously hip hop you know the, the the intent of it in the beginning was to be able to to uh to to, to, to share I guess obviously the uh the inequality that existed amongst amongst us within the inner city and, and and social injustice and things like that, but that's not what it was all the time. though. I mean people, you know.
2: I mean, think about it. Right, we we I, I grew up in a time, man, where like like my, like our parents did to buy a certain gear to wear because it would it, it would get us killed. Right, you know what I'm saying? You know, now, now I ain't getting no bomber. Now I ain't getting no goose. Now I ain't getting no sheepskin. Somebody gonna kill you for it? Kill you for your sneakers? Kill you for your belt buckle? For you, for your lead jacket, all that man, and it, it, it was, it was, it was, it was real, but it was with honor and respect. Like that's that. right, you feeling me? That's right, that's right. You know, you knew, you understood, you understood what it was. Yeah. You know, say if I'm me, and you, we on the train and we get stuck up, we know what it is. Run it, yeah, Let's run it, yeah. You know, yeah. I see, I see some of these guys die over bombers, over sheepskins or pairs of sneakers, man. You know, uh, and 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 you know, um. Uh, this is the, like like you can't explain the people nowadays. That's in a social networking world is that everybody was not like destitute, man, and 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 and, and here because we obviously we can afford fly gear. You
1: know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, but I think I think you know what I think that narrative makes the culture a bit more palpable to people, and that's that's the reason why. You know, it it, 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 that became the story. Right. Because to your point, everybody wasn't like that. Everybody wasn't destitute. Everybody wasn't impoverished. But the idea of, you know, uh, of this culture being birthed out of, you know, people from the inner city that were impoverished, uh, impoverished and, you know, living in tenement buildings that were burnt out. Uh, because of you, know, you them, know landlord insurance schemes and and shit like that, it okay. just it just makes it a bit more romantic. And you know how people do, you know the media. Like, like... Go ahead, I'm sorry. For example,
2: cats will go, oh yo, back in the day, if you was playing in the school band, man, you was a corny nigga. Guess what? A lot of us in hip hop played in the school band. I was drum major in my high school band and from the percussion section. That's you know, right. my brother rock him, the guard MC. That's he right. He played the high school, the school band and played the sax. That's right. So you see I rock the school like that. You know, Sax played the school, you know what I'm saying? That's right. You know, <laughs> you know me, I've always been, you know, into, into drummers and bass. I mean, this is my first records, man. I'm one of the fathers of the boom-bap. You know what I'm saying? Early boom-bap, you know what I'm saying? You know, and, and you know, I, I I look at cats and like, what are you talking about, man? A lot of us, we grow hood rich. You know what I mean? And guess what? Hard-working families, you know what I'm saying? Good families, man. And you know, I, and I look and I look at people, and I go, I go, yo, we came from nothing to change the damn world. That's right. To speak the yep. language. We, we we gave something to the world. Free black man over here, over in North America. We gave the world a platform to where we raised the economics in countries. We raised niggas gear level in countries, man. You know what I'm saying? I remember the cats back in the days of Saudi Arabia, man. They wasn't dressed like they dress now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. You know they're dressed like they dress now on the West Coast. Right, I right. remember back in the day, they was wearing like khakis and 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 and, and uh and um the uh, the uh a hundred a uh, hundred shirts, man, buttoned up at the top with a scarf on there, with a with a with a hairnet on their head, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. we're yeah. in New York, I remember like all the Dominican people, like dudes, they was wearing old man comforts with sweat socks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know so. Yeah, you know, but, but 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 the one thing that hip hop, when it went to, into the industry, did and we allowed it to happen, is that we allowed we allowed them to use our hip hop culture to actually bring dead our women. Yes.
1: Mm. Mm. Good point.
2: Mm. Our women, you know, what I'm saying. Now here it is. I'm one of the cats being accused of it because if you experience a. Grandmaster TC Islam, you know electro uh, funk booty set. Oh, I goes in, baby. You know I love my I love my booty banks all day, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all disrespecting women. Got them showing they butts and everything. Your butt naked on the yo. We don't. They getting paid for the videos. They are working. You're not working. You're sitting at home. You know what I'm saying? With all them all them cray, cray kids, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so, so we get we get accused we get accused of basically womanizing and all that. And now nowadays we got some more young thug stuff going on, which I don't I don't condone none of that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. To each his own, you know what I'm saying? But when we talk about hip hop, people what's the problem with it now is that the, 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 the label politics for the past twenty years have messed it up. Um cats have tried to keep it Back with the, we got the True School, then we got us Golden Era Cats. You know what I'm saying? Then we got the got the new cats. You know what I mean? Then we got we got those who just uh just came into our culture. I remember when all the other races came in came into hip hop culture from the white girls that came in first. You know what I mean? Then then uh then it was Asian girls. Every race sent their girls in here. You know to get this knowledge to open the door for for the for all the Asians and Latinos. They have been here because me, I'm one of the cats that uh in the '80s was one of the one cat that had uh, all my DJs are Puerto Rican. So I was one of those those brothers that actually was like interacting with the with the Puerto Ricans back in the early '80s. The Reason why I got all these you know my, my kids are half Latino nowadays, you know what I'm saying? So, but um, <laughs> no. The future, the future. Once hip hop steps forward, it opens the door again back to diverse shit. Like why the hell? I'm like why have I spent twenty some years raving with 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 with, with, with multi people. A majority of them was white, but there was all this you know specs there and everything. You know what I'm saying? But how come we're not doing this when it, when it all came from us? Raven came from us.
1: Yeah. Mm.
2: It all came from us. And, 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 and then, you know, what we have to start doing now is teaching our kids that, yo, man, no, nah, this hip-hop, but we're using our hip-hop for economics. So I'm glad that all the other other races that have been selling our, 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 our culture for so many years, I'm glad their, their clothes are not selling anymore and their sneakers are not selling anymore because I can go in the hood and and go to a, a brother who got a store in the hood. He's gonna need something to pay like you know uh, a pair of uh pair of mics. You know what I'm saying for like uh, um of uh, of eighty dollars. Oh, but yeah. I'm gonna go. To the mall. I'm gonna go to more in the white suburb and pay a buck ten. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And then, you know that that's a that that there's a I, I I get that too, man. Because I remember being a kid growing up. I there was a spot. That we had, I don't know what they what it was called. We just called it the spot. Stats, I'm sure you know. This place was on Fulton and Van Sicklin in East oh, New yeah, York. I, yeah, I know
2: that spot. I know that spot. Yeah, that's a spot. Yeah, wow. that, and we too. and we it's just called spot. it the that spot.
1: It. That's it. It was just called the spot. And everything that I ever wanted, I would go there. And if as long as I was coming, and 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 the cost that they had things at was on average maybe. 15 to 20% less than they had them at the department stores. And if I was going in there with cash, I never had to pay taxes.
0: Yep. <laughs> yep. You could always talk them down.
2: Yep. One, yep. Of the, one of the true hip-hop shoppers, man, from back in the day, man. I go up in the store, man. I'm pulling out of a buck fifty. You won't give it to me for a hundred because the man across the street, man, he gonna give it to me for, for he won't give it to me for a hundred. So I got the cash right now. So what you wanna do? His weedy ass gonna take the money.
1: <laughs> That's right. That's right. Rather than have it walk out the door.
2: You know, and, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and it, it's like, you know, it's like the social networking don't under, will never understand because the internet is 26 years old this year. That, hmm. you know, back in the analog days when you had to go read and had to go look the shit, you know what I'm saying? the library is a cool place to be you know what I'm saying yeah. you know it's a cool place to be and then you know you know we 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 it's like hip when you speak hip-hop to me it's not like I don't see it like everybody else sees it because they got it through a cassette tape or through a friend or a record or mtv mTV raps or something like that you know what I mean but for me you know it, it, it's like you know it was it was either i, I use my god-given talent. Or you guys wouldn't even be talking to Grandmaster T.C. as I'm on his phone right now. I'll probably be in prison right now, or I'll probably be like, you know, probably dead, which I probably like, I wouldn't probably made it even see the '90s the way I live my life. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you know, being, being a, being a cat that was in the streets and in the music, but also doing positive things for our community, mm-hmm. that's pop. That's hip hop. That's gangster. Yeah, that's right. That's gangster.
1: That's
2: G. You know what I mean? Like I tell a lot of my my, my young trappers nowadays, the reason why y'all, y'all y'all need to go to jail and get the hell off these damn streets because you have the respect for the neighborhood. How the hell are you going to sell crack and weed and be broke and bring all this violence into the neighborhood? You know what I'm saying? So now the older, the older people are calling for the police because they pay taxes. They work here. So at the end of the day, if you can't take care of the kids in the summertime and make sure the old people are safe and we ain't have no violence around here and y'all making your money and police come around here and they ask about y'all, back in the day they'd be like nah we don't know who you are talking about cuz we know that person looks out for the hood you cast don't look out for the hood and guess what we don't come from the ghettos black men never came from the ghettos the ghettos started in Warsaw Poland mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying They, that's brought, right. they came over here that's you right. know what I'm saying we never, we never came from no tribes only 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 uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, white anglo saxon come from tribes you know what I'm saying you know uh, that's what the romans called them tribes you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying so end of the day you know we come from nations we come from empires you know, and this is what I told the youth, and this is what you know. And and see, people got to understand the, the the ramifications of the music industry. You know what I mean? You know, you can't knock a person who has a fill out a W two form and a W four form and a W nine and all that. And at the end of the day, we're battling with the label. That's all a record contract is. It's just a peace treaty between you and the label, and it's going to be a torrential one for the first damn three years of your damn contract. You mm. know what I'm saying? That's right. You know, yeah. and you know, and 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 you know. Once you get signed to a label, you know a lot of a lot of these artists don't know that you 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 you're not in control of what the label puts out in order to basically recoup.
1: That's right. They put out what they want to put out. That's going to ensure that they get a return on their investment. They
2: yeah, exactly. That's it. You know, like you take you take uh uh you take a uh, fifties uh, 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 up in the club. Everybody think the rap single you know went platinum and all that. No, the house version went platinum. So no matter what version it is, it's still the project even if the rock version goes platinum guess what the, the, the joint went platinum
1: that's right that's right uh. and, so, so and, and, and it, so no go, go ahead no i didn't mean to interrupt go ahead
2: so a lot of, a lot of these kids nowadays signing these 360 deals man it's like yo they did took it back to like the ray charles days man before we even like you know little richard days man were like you know Black people that have no knowledge, yeah. you know, what I'm saying, of like, you know, a publishing, a songwriting, or, or merchandising, and all that, man. It's Take went, a so piece of everything, man. Piece of everything. But, and then you know, back in then back in the '90s, you know, Cats was pushing for like a whole, like you know, uh hip hop, like you know, insurance company or health company, like that. I go, dude, it's not gonna happen. And people started coming up against me when I had to break it down. Like, look. If you sign to a label and they own your image and likeness and you're worth more dead than alive, you think they want to keep you alive, man? Mm. (laughs) Mm. No, you got to do the Whitney thing, man. You got to do like, you know, you got to do the car crash or something, the plane crash, the drowning or something, the overdose or something, man. That's how you go. You know, so, you know, once you understand, like, for example... How can any how can anybody in rap be going? Yo, these niggas ain't real. That nigga. nobody's real in entertainment. Stupids. The <laughs> shit we real in the fucking rap industry. How come we need marketing? That's a good point. to market your your image and likeness that they create.
1: That's a good point. I you know what? And I, I'll go even one step further.
2: I, I right? So why, 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 just like, why,
1: just like, why? Why do we need? Why do we need? Why do new
2: artists need a and rs? Thank you. Thank you. You feeling me? Yeah. This shit was real. Like yeah. when we start with me and my with my, my brother Carlo Carlo Soul Slinger of Liquid Sky. You know, we got together, you know what I'm saying? It was like, you know, the hip hoppers met the met the the future the future punk rockers downtown. You know what I'm saying? The hip hoppers met the ravers downtown. So we came together and formed Jungle Sky. You know, one thing that we never ever did on the label, we never ever A and you. Hmm. That's right. What you what you see is what you get. I'll sit there across the conference table smoking some weed and look at you and be like, "Yo, uh, is, is the people feeling this? So every time you play, you feel comfortable performing this because you got to perform this shit at least five nights a week somewhere around the world with us, man. you know what I mean? So if you feel comfortable with it and the and the audience love it, your fans love it. Who who are, who are, who are we to change? We didn't give a fuck and still don't give a fuck about what radio think. That's right. Because radio don't think.
1: That's right. That's right. Uh, that's why they, that's, that's why it needs a programmer. <laughs> Some um, somebody that's gonna go. program exactly what they want you to listen to. That's it. And, and, period.
2: And just, all, all the fans out there listening to the show, man. Listen, great hip hop rap music hasn't gone anywhere. None of none of us have. None of us have went nowhere. Like my man Wise Intelligence said, you know, piggybacking and co-signing. Where he said they just changed the playlist on us. Mm. Uh. That's all. That's all. Because if you spend a majority of your time listening to the radio, when you go to the club, you want to hear what's on the radio. But if you spend a majority of your time, you know what I'm saying, just going to basically explore great damn music, you know what I'm saying? You know, you'll find wonders, man. There's some wonderful, crazy, dope DJs out there, man, that's like so unknown, so unheard of. And I love a lot of them cats. I love unknown cats, man. You know, and, and, and I'm just urging every DJ out there, man, you know, Try to break a new record, man. If you're a DJ, don't, you don't got an MC, man? Grab the microphone and talk to the people, man. Ask them, do they do they like that record, man? You know, tell me, ask them what you think about this record, man. You know, we gotta really start taking back, in in our own way, in a small way, which which may hurt a couple of people's egos and a couple of their pockets, but hey, it ain't your money anyway. It was given to you, and they could take it away anytime they feel like it. That's but right. We need to bring it back, our communities, and and, and I'm glad to see people have added on a lot of social awareness a lot of conscious things to the culture and doing and using hip hop as a platform to do that all races you know what I'm saying all genders of people so now we need to just really uh just shut the fuck up and just be us man and just admire the different array of of creatures and life that 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 the, that the creator's put on this planet like the stars in the sky man and just like you know if that ain't for you it ain't for you that's right you know, like I don't I don't eat pickles. Yeah, you know what I mean. That ain't for me. But you know
1: what? The first...
2: There's choices out there, so
1: you don't have to. You know what I mean? And that, that's the that's the shit that makes you individual, and that's what makes everybody an individual. People just have to be willing to tap into the thing that makes them individual, and then they have to be willing to say to everybody else, "Get off my nuts! I don't give a fuck what you think about me. I'm like doing you. me." And that's it. So if you don't like the way I do me, you could kiss my ass, and get the fuck away from me. That's it. <laughs> Very simple. Spoken like, like a true hipster. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So that that brings me to the next thing, and then, then we're gonna start wrapping up, man. And, and and your stats, like I was saying, man, at the beginning when we were, you know, uh, talking. Yo, I mm-hmm. I love speaking with TC, man, because he, yo, he's just full of, full of wisdom. And, yeah, and I could man. just listen to him for hours yeah. on end, man, because he's always dropping jewels. But what I wanted to ask is I, I think what I what I get from the hip step movement is it empowers people to be courageous enough to to be willing to tap into themselves and tap into the greatness that exists within, right? And then and then be able to to recognize that, be proud of it. And then move forward with it, despite what anybody says, despite what anybody feels, right? So, exactly. so, so. With, with that said, how do people become a part of the hip hop movement? Is there something well, that that they that that is there, is there a formal process?
2: That's nah, easy, man. All you gotta do is basically come to the Bronx, and you got walk from the Bronx of Brooklyn bring bring back some cheesecake <laughs> <and you ate.
1: laughs> no, no, no. Pro, pro pro program a, a break
2: beat. And, well, um, uh... <laughs> right now it's really beautiful about the history. Um, uh it's it's just a it's a, a one time fifty dollar USB fee and um and all that goes to far as, as far as our uh, things that's going on in the hip step, far as making sure that you know phone bill pays stays on, the websites pays for stickers, shirts, and all that. And then we have the, the in the movement as well. You know those who don't wish to become a member of the hip step movement, you can become a hip step supporter, which is just like you know ten dollars for a membership card and it just says I'm a supporter of the hip step movement. Hip step and be you. Hmm. And 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 you know then we have the hip step massive. The hip step massive is for all those that's and any range of business on the, on the planet earth and wish to become a part of the LLC, which is a global business networking base. Mm-hmm. So imagine basically you use a member of the hip step movement, your artist. Now you, you, you become a massive. Now you are, you have network links with every other person that's an artist around the globe that's in the hip step movement. So basically um, for that right there, that's where also your $50 fee goes as well. Now if you wish to be on the step massive global board, that is a one hundred dollar USD fee. Hmm. Now what what uh, what you when you're on the board, you get certain incentives. You know what I'm saying? Also, you know, what we do with the board for at least six months, you now have a, eligibility to where you receive a, a CPN number, which is a a, a a business credit line, and basically you have to basically take care of it and basically maintain it to get your seven fifty credit. Cause imagine if all of us had seven fifty credit and this world say 5,000 of us or just a thousand of us that are members. Mm-hmm. Now, if you get a building and he's, and they try to be assholes and say, well, uh, you're going to need a co-signer. Yeah. Hey, I got 999 of the co-signers, man, with 750 credit. Right. You know what I mean? So you mm-hmm. that with no... down. So, you know, the, the future of to me to me of hip-hop is stepping and hip-stepping hip-hop, hip-hop minded in an economic way. We're also a eco a eco green movement where we basically are uh, the ones behind pursuit of a green planet. Pop going green, where you know uh, through um, um through that move through that side of the hip step there. Keith Tucker, who's the head of our green department, he basically we're doing like green dinners in the hood from Seattle down to Oakland, California to Atlanta, and recently just did New York, man. So you know there's many many levels, and then we may decide to open back up the hip step Zulus chapter, but right now those leaders want that chapter. Up under the movement, mm. you know what I mean. And so, uh, so we're the bridge between hip hop culture and eat Breakbeat culture, you know. And then we just, you know, we're just stepping forward, man. And, um, and I'm just, just really uh, proud, basically, you know, part of it, you know, because I'm, I may be the founder, but I'm stepping like everybody else, bro.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So, oh, wow. so, so, um, yo, it's a, it's always a, a pleasure, man, to speak to you. I can't, oh, I can't. I'm sorry.
2: I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did I mention we have the House of Hip Step too? Okay. Which is basically uh, which is basically uh, the 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 house where, where reggae, uh, bass music, and feel good hip hop exists, where carnival meets Mardi Gras.
1: Dope. Okay. Mm, dope, That's what's up. Dope. So so where where can uh, because I I know that you have I know what your social media presence is like, and I know that you're mm. very active on social media. But where can, in terms of the hip step movement and and people wanting to sign up. Um, no matter what the, the, the level or tier that they're looking up at, look, they're interested in signing up at. Is there a website where people can go to to sign up?
2: Yes, there is. Um, It's www.hipstepmassive.org. Okay. For everybody to, to the show and y'all smoking that good ganja, www.hipstepmassive.org. Dope, <laughs> dope. And then
1: t- t- tell everybody where they can uh find you on social media.
2: Uh, You can find me, like I, like I tell people, just just Google me. You know, um, um I, I'm on Facebook as well. I'm on Instagram. But you can just Google me, you know what I mean? Uh, but you find me more more at home on hipstepmaster.org Because, you know, my mama wants always say, God bless a child that got their own. So I, I like to be home and be with good people, man. So you can find me in the chat room. You know, a send me a message, and uh, you know, I'm not one of them, them entertainers or those legends where you know you can't talk to me. If anybody feels you want to ask me anything, just give me a call. You know, we can talk about anything from beats to ganja to art to philosophy to culture to just like you know, just get funky with it. Absolutely, and 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 I That's can true. say I
1: I can say um, that uh, Grandmaster T C Islam is very very extremely responsive on social media. I'm not just saying that because. I'm his young homie. I'm not just saying it because of that, <laughs> but I'm saying it because he 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 is very responsive and and he's very much a people person and he's always uh, looking at being able to, to 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 impart the right message and impart impart the right wisdom to people to get them to the next step next level within life. Um you know, and ultimately get people to to achieve that greatness that they that 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 everyone deserves to reach that level that everybody you know deserves to reach Can, can,
2: I, can I just tell you a short just a very short story yeah yeah go ahead, um, go ahead. i after, uh, i basically escaped you know, by five hours um, and um hitchhiked back wow and during that time being back in New York, which Katrina happened so two thousand uh two thousand five um I was detained. October 5th in Rikers Island to at least in May of uh, 2006. Wow. And, um, and they just detained me because a fight had happened in my hotel room and, you know, um, they just want they wanted somebody else who was there. So they detained me, but I wasn't willing to give that person up. Now I'm sitting there in the most craziest part of Rikers Island, man. I'm like, wow, it took all these many years to get in a place that I've been avoiding all my life. And now I'm sitting here in just the most ruthless prison jail in the world. Mm. Just lost everything in life. You know what I'm And next morning I go to court, man. And handcuffed, going to court from, from Rikers Island to Queens. And I see this all old, this older dude, man, hair looking like crazy, like Don King holding I a beard and all that. But I could tell by his by his by his demeanor, he had the New York Times and his lap, his legs crossed that he's not a criminal. So I leaned over, man. You know what I'm saying? When I leaned over, it was Gil Scott Heron. Wow. what Gil Scott Heron. So I'm I'm sitting there like it's like it's like 5:30 in the morning, man. And I'm like, yo, man, the sun's just now coming up. And I'm going, yo, I'm sitting here handcuffed, going to court next to Gil Scott Heron. Wow. I, how do I break the ice? I said, Mr. I said, I said, I said, Gil, what you what you here for, sir? He said, I violated the Drug Program. You know, and uh, we talked for a whole hour, man. And, and the last words he said to me before he went into one cell, and I went to the other 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 cell. He said Don't be afraid To be you And be true To what you do Wow um, That's powerful That is wow. That is powerful I just wanted want To share that man You know that, that That's how You know Forrest compish My life has been You know what I mean And you know And I, I don't I don't I don't know What it is to be An actor So I have to go To acting classes For that But I do know What it is to To make adversity And struggle My bedmates Mm -hmm. And that's 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 like the job of a hip stepper. When you wake up in the morning, look look to your left, you see adversity. Look to the right, you see struggle, and be like, Yo, what y'all bitches want for breakfast? (laughs) I like that. I like that.
1: You're right. You're right, man. Knowledge.
2: Dang. Dang. once you get used to them, you know what I mean. Used to them. Yo, once you step out the door, struggle gonna act up at some point in time and adversity gonna act up some point in time so long as you expect that you know how to move less is more
1: that's right that's right that's that the, the, that's the words and the knowledge the wisdom of grandmaster tc islam yo yeah man yo tc man we appreciate you man we definitely appreciate that, your that. your time man we appreciate your spirit we appreciate your words of encouragement, man, and and, and above ever and, and and ultimately, man, we appreciate you for being you. Thank you again for your time, man. It was greatly appreciated.
2: You guys, man, and big up to all the fans up there, man. And you brothers keep doing what you're doing, man. Anytime you talk grounds to teach is you know, just put a little hip in your step and just holler, man.
1: It's all good. It's all good. We appreciate that. So, listeners, you know what it is the Chronicles of a Hip Hop Legend radio show, TCOHHL Radio. Hold tight, y'all. We'll be right back. Ride
2: away.
0: You. Yeah. Yeah